Welcome to Biota Live. I'm Tom Barbelay, and this is a continuation of the Biota Podcast. For more information on the Biota Podcast, go to biota.org slash podcast. We have our first caller on the line. Hello, first caller. Zan Gill, how are you? Hello, Zan. Good to talk to you this evening. We've got a lot to discuss, but uh, as you may remember from your last time on Biota Live, we have a, a few news and notes first, and then we'll get into this evening's discussion. For folks who also would like to participate this evening, the call-in number is 646-200-0640. And we have an active chat room for folks who don't want to call a U.S. number or who would just like to listen in and participate with questions as they come to them. Our next episode, Friday, February 6th at 8 p.m. Pacific, Mark Badeau will be on. Now, folks may recall that Mark Badeau appeared on a Biota interview possibly about two years ago. And Mark has a number of interesting events. Obviously, he is the CTO, I believe, of Proto-Life. He has a book out called Proto-Cell, together with a wide variety of, of founding folk associated with the field of artificial life. He is the chair of the International Society of Artificial Life and also the chief editor of MIT Press's Artificial Life Journal. And he has a number of other things that he's working on currently as well. So Mark is one of these people who just has a lot of stuff on and we have a lot of, of questions to ask him, particularly with regards to the new book. Sam, have you read Protocell? I have not yet read Protocell, and I should. I know David <laughs> Deemer, Origin of Life Theorist, has an article in it as well. It sounds like a, a fascinating book. And one of the questions that I want to put to Mark is, how uh, wet artificial life merges into things like soft artificial life. And speaking of hard artificial life, I had some communication this week with Steve Grant. And Steve has now formally launched his new company. If you want more information on his new company, check out the Greysum blog, G-R-E-Y-T-H-U-M-B dot org slash blog for Steve Grant's new robotics company with regards to hard artificial life. But certainly linking all the uh, all the different hardness, softness, wetness of artificial life together, Mark Badeau is the man to talk to. So it's going to be an interesting discussion in two Fridays' time, February 6th at 8 p.m. Pacific. So we are coming towards Darwin's birthday, and folks may remember from the last boat live that Bruce Damer said he was going to be in London for the Darwin birthday celebrations. But if you would like to participate as well, there is a website, I am-darwin.org, where we collect together YouTube clips of folk talking about how Darwin has impacted their work and their life. And, Sam, have you, have you heard about the I Am Darwin project? I have, and I'm going to send you something. Terrific. I'm looking uh, forward to it. I have a, a 10-minute um, video clip that is going to go up uh, pretty soon uh, uh, on my ideas uh, from the book What Daedalus Told Darwin. So that had to get done first. Terrific. Well, I think you have three folks listening in have three remaining weeks to participate with regards to that. So time is running out in terms of getting the video clips in. So check out the site i-am-darwin.org to see some of the um, video clips that have already been submitted, a number of folk in the artificial life community and also the biota community have submitted clips, and a number of folk who don't have any associations with either of the above have also submitted I Am Darwin videos. So, Zan, as you're a regular at Grayson Silicon Valley, are you going to be attending Tuesday's meeting? I hope to, yes. 
So you attended, obviously, the, the Al Lundell, now the, the regular segment where Al Lundell discusses artificial life news. But uh, Steve is, is your friend. Can you give some introduction to his talk and what, you know, what his work has been about relating to artificial life? Oh, is Steve on? Great. Yes, he's talking about uh, cooperation in biology, economics, and artificial intelligence. I'm, I, if you had some connection with Steve's work in the past. Yes, I have. And um, Steve has done a lot of interesting work on the uh, Baldwin effect. And, um, of course, Steve is working in um, the area of AI and self-aware systems and learning systems. And so the Baldwin effect, which ALIFE theorists Hinton and Nolan uh, first did the simulation, brought that to ALIFE, um, is of uh, serious interest to him and his work, so I assume he'll be talking about that. Yes, I think the combination of biology and economics probably will touch on some of the stuff we discuss this evening as well, so I'm interested in seeing Al's um, continuing videos for, for Steve's talk, and uh, Biota's own Scott Schaefer will be presenting Bubble Pond, which I think is a, the third of his artificial life projects that he has presented at Greytham Silicon Valley. So something else that I wanted to mention to folk, I've had a lot of correspondence uh, in the new year from folks who are based in Silicon Valley who are fans of Biota Live, who have been fans of the previous Greytham talks, but unfortunately due to the nature of their startups and these kind of time constraints are unable to attend the evening Greythams. So what occurred to me, because I received about three of these correspondences in, in relative succession, was that it may be more productive if there were three or four lunch locations over the Bay Area that would bring folk together who would be in the Greytham community if they could attend the evening uh, talks, but unfortunately can't attend the evening talks but still want to be part of the artificial life discussion. And I think this is an interesting blueprint for a number of other Greythams the world over, possibly even Boston and London and uh, Benelux, to actually have folks in areas where you know, maybe constraints or just they can't attend every meeting and they know that there are other artificial life interested folk uh, available. So in this week's show notes, I'm going to put a link through to the Facebook group associated with the Greytham Silicon Valley lunches. But it doesn't, uh, you know, if you're in a different area and you'd like to get together with other artificial life enthusiasts, email me, tom at noble8.com. There are a number of hobbyists and muses and academics out there that would like to get together. Dan, I know you signed up for the, the Greytham Silicon Valley lunches. What would you like to see come out of it? Well, I think it's a great idea to, um, to offer an alternative uh, time slot. And are you thinking that those lunches would be um, presentations followed by discussion or just discussion periods? I think it's relatively free form. I mean, my sense from the correspondence that I've received is that for every one person that actually attends a Greytham meeting, there are two others that would love to attend but have constraints which stop them from attending the meeting specifically. And I think what, um, through my correspondence, I put Scott Schaefer in contact um, with a couple of these folk who'd been corresponding with me just to indicate that there were other people in the Bay Area that were interested in doing stuff or had already done stuff that was very similar to what Scott was doing currently. And I think the difficulty with regards to particularly the evening meeting and also the geographic size of the Bay Area is that there are you know, probably a lot more people out there than you would get to see through the specific meeting locations and meeting times. 
So my sense is, as what is currently going on with Grace and Silicon Valley in terms of a meeting of friends in some regard, and what Al Lundell is doing in terms of talking about news articles, I think this would just, you know, put faces to names, but also give a sense that, you know, there were, say, a dozen people that were doing work similar to Scott Schaefer and maybe half a dozen that are doing work um, similar to, you know, Scott Davis and maybe some of the NASA folk could attend that specific lunch. And I think in correspondence, Berkeley was one of the areas where there were a number of people involved with startups, and that was one of the lunch locations, and probably somewhere between you know, San Jose and Santa Cruz was another location, and obviously somewhere in, in the belt leading towards San Francisco would be another location. But there just seem to be clumps of people who are clearly fans of, uh, of what we're doing with Biota and also what's going on with Graysum and have a really um, interesting background history. I mean, a lot of these startups are doing things which can slowly bend into artificial life if given the right prodding. So I think there are a number of layers here. On one layer, there is a kind of hobbyist meeting of minds, a kind of, uh, you know, enthusiast discussion. On another level, there is networking and, you know, proactive um, kind of, you know, potential future projects. On another level, there is potential uh, business collaboration, and this is certainly the feedback that I got from um, Brian Pelton in, in, in the Boston area with regards to what they started doing with Graysum. So I think there's a lot of potential there. Um, I don't want the, the format of the evening meeting to break down this potential. And certainly there was kind of critical mass of correspondence leading up to this idea. Uh, but certainly the community has spoken with regards to the numbers that have gotten together. And I think Sharon Minsook may be the person who will organise the um, Graysum Berkeley lunch, the first Graysum Berkeley lunch, which will go on, I'm not sure, probably in the next month or so. So for folks who are listening uh, to this that are either in the Bay Area or would like to do a similar lunch series wherever they are, get in contact with me, Tom, at noble8.com. Check out the show notes, uh, and I will include a link through to the Graysum Silicon Valley Lunches page on Facebook. So another Graysum, Graysum Second Life. Folks will remember Dick Gordon has been on a number of previous Biota Lives and I actually crashed his Second Life course last Sunday. I had a relatively bad prior experience with Second Life that had turned me off the whole interface, but I thought this is ridiculous. Dick had sent out a, a bulk email, and I thought I'd attend it. And it's an amazing area. I mean, I was really... Uh, the problems that I had previously experienced with Second Life had completely disappeared, and at the conclusion of Dick's seminar, a group of avatars gathered around me, and we had a little extended discussion associated with artificial life. In fact, one of the participants in that discussion is going to appear in a biota live when I get back from Australia uh, at the end of March. So I thoroughly recommend folks uh, who are interested in meeting like-minded folk in a virtual space to discuss a, a wide variety of issues that they check out the great um, second life space, perhaps even organize um, you know, dates and times that you're going to be meeting there and try to congregate with other like-minded folk. I found it actually quite overwhelming just in terms of the numbers, the quality of the discussion, and also the fact that it was a community that had a very high-level understanding of, uh, of what was going on with regards to uh, you know, the, the Artificial Life Project. So check it out on the Biota page, biota.org slash podcast. There's a link through to the specific Second Life location. And, uh, yeah, look forward to talking to other like-minded folk in that environment. Speaking of Dick Gordon, Divine Action and Natural Selection, the book arrived in my hand 
over the week, and it was amazing. It was quite overwhelming. I've described reading the PDF previously, but when you hold um, about 1,100-page text in your hand, of which you've contributed maybe 20 pages, and Bruce was in there with his contributions as well, very, very overwhelming. I had hoped that I would receive uh, additional promo copies of Divine Action Natural Selection to offer in the podcast um, for folks who would like to participate. I was thinking of having some kind of contest or prizes associated with copies of Divine Action Natural Selection. But it is an amazing surveying. I, I don't want to talk too much about my own copy, but uh, suffice to say, uh, as soon as it arrived, it left my hands and it was returned to me after it had gone through half a dozen other hands in a rather more dog-eared state. It is the kind of text which really can apply to a wide variety of folk. It's not just about artificial life. It's not just about science or religion, really. There are a wide variety of articles that have a, you know, an impact on, on a wide variety of areas. And in terms of a surveying, um, I know Dick has been known with previous works that he's done, his, his um, morphogenesis work in the past in particular, in terms of producing these kind of tomes, but very, very overwhelming. It will be available on Amazon pretty shortly, and the link is already up on the Biota podcast page. So Dan, probably one for you to check out as well with regards to your kind of shared collective interest in all this kind of stuff. Great. 